friends, welcome to episode 45 of the Love Your People Well podcast. I am really excited for this conversation today because I'm, I'm hoping it will answer a question that I get asked really frequently. Um, a lot of women, we're busy and we know it's important to stay connected to the Lord. We love our kids and we get kind of caught up in the day-to-day life, but we really want to be teaching them about Jesus, teaching them how to love the Lord. And life sometimes gets away from us. And so a lot of people have the question about how can I be purposeful about my own spiritual growth and discipling my kids when life is busy? And so today, my friends, I'm going to share a picture of what my daily habits look like today in this season of life that keep me spiritually healthy, growing, close to the Lord, and help me disciple my kids and raise them well in the Lord without a bunch of extra work or effort or things getting added into the schedule. It's just kind of a normal part of the day. And I know that my season of life right now is probably different than your season of life, right? I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've got triplets. They're two years old. Today's habits are going to look different 10 years from now when they're 12 years old. They certainly look different than 10 years ago when I was single in my 20s, didn't have kids, didn't have a husband, life looked different. And so we will close out today's conversation with three key points, three key takeaways for how we all, in whatever season of life we're in, can stay present with the Lord throughout the day and be intentional about our spiritual life. So definitely stick around to get those three key takeaways that will hopefully help you take kind of that picture and that uh, encouragement and ideas from my current daily routines, daily habits, help you kind of apply that to your life so that you can stay connected with the Lord and with your kids throughout the day. So I'm excited for this conversation I want to point out two resources that the links are in the show notes. I'm going to mention them as I talk about my daily habits, but I want to specifically point them out in case they um, are really going to meet you at whatever need or issue you have right now in your spiritual walk. One of those is the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. This is a free resource from Love Your People Well to help you spend 45 days guided in God's word, in prayer, learning about it and developing that habit. If you are not currently, my friend, spending time every day with the Lord in his word and in prayer, this resource is for you. So that's the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. Grab the link in the show notes. The other resource I know I'm going to mention is the Hope Planner. And I use this throughout the day. I really like this planner because it combines the functions of a prayer journal and a traditional weekly or daily planner. They have a daily and weekly version. I use the weekly version, um, but you know, this is that's my season of life right now. Um, but they're a really great resource that help me with my daily habits. And so I want to point that out so that if you think that might help you, you can check out, again, the link in the show notes. With all of that in mind, um, let's hit pause really briefly on today's conversation and highlight a conversation and episode that's coming up soon, my friends. In just a few weeks, we are going to hit episode 50 of the Love Your People Well podcast. And I'm super excited about that. I'm super thankful for you, for everyone in our audience, in this community. I'm thankful for what God is doing. 
and I want us to celebrate together. So we have two big pieces of our 50th episode celebration. I want to highlight them really quickly so that you know what's coming and, you know, sometimes the anticipation, it's a part of the fun, right? So first of all, mark your calendar for Wednesday, October 27, 2021. We are going to have our very first free live workshop in the private Facebook group. We are going to be digging into the topic of how do we stay calm and connected with our people when the world is driving us crazy, right? When our emotions are threatening to get out of control, how do we handle that well to stay calm, collected, and connected to our people in that moment? That is a super uh, important topic. It's the most requested topic when I was kind of polling people for what should we start with, with our first workshop. So how to stay calm and connected, even when the world is driving you crazy, October 27th, you're going to want to be there. You can join the free Facebook group right now through the link in the show notes. And then the second piece of our celebration, I'm just going to, just going to put it out there right now. You don't, don't have to do anything today. Don't even really have to mark your calendar, but starting on Monday, the 18th, The week leading up to our 50th episode, we are going to have a podcast review giveaway. And I will share all the details of how to get entered in the giveaway, but we have some resources for you. The winner will get a gift package to help you love God, love yourself, and love your family. It includes a She Reads Truth Bible. It includes the book Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas, which is just incredible, It also includes the book, Come to the Family Table, Slowing Down to Enjoy Food, Each Other, and Jesus by Ted and Amy Cunningham. Um, He is a pastor and a comedian and um, super engaging, super fun. That is a really fun and helpful book for your family life. And it includes a coffee gift card because let's be honest, friends, (laughs) that's one of the big ways we love ourselves. We get away from the chaos, maybe even get away from the kids. We get our latte. We sit down for five minutes. (sighs) Ah. And you can read a few pages of Sacred Marriage or the She Reads Truth Bible or Come to the Family Table, however you want to use that time. But that gift package is going to be really fun and really encouraging for whoever is the winner. So stay tuned for the details of how to enter in the podcast review giveaway. But please know that is coming up. Mark your calendar for the 27th to join us in our free live workshop right inside the Facebook group. And now back to the show, let's jump in to a conversation about my daily spiritual habits that help me stay connected to the Lord and raise my kids in the Lord without a lot of extra work. All right, friends, let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. It is always nice, my friends, to have the little pause for the intro because I can pick up my hot cup of tea. It's lemon ginger today and take a few sips and just ah, just be excited for our conversation. I love talking about spiritual disciplines. And so I'm really excited to share some of these thoughts with you today. 
Um, And I want to share before I even jump into outlining my day and these daily habits and how I stay close to the Lord, how I'm growing spiritually and helping my kids to do that. I want to point out two resources that I will, I'll kind of mention them as I talk about the day, but I know that I'm going to forget to say, oh yeah, by the way, you can get this. So I don't want to forget. I'm going to say it right now. Links to both of these are in the show notes. The first is um, a freebie from Love Your People Well called the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. And I put this together um, particularly for the woman who wants to start reading the Bible, wants to pray more consistently, but just feels kind of stuck or confused or overwhelmed by that whole process. So it breaks it down into a 45-day plan so that you have a daily routine, you can build that habit, you can get in the word, you can talk to God and get more comfortable doing that with a little guidance and a little encouragement. So the Holy Habits 45-day Bible and Prayer Challenge um, is totally available for you, totally free. That resource link is in the show notes. And the other resource that I know I'm going to mention um, as I talk through my day, because I pull it out several times during the day, is the planner that I use. I use and I recommend the Hope Planner. Um, I believe the company is called Hope Fuel, uh, but I really like this planner because it, it kind of merges a regular old planner. They have a daily version. I use the weekly version, but it kind of merges that weekly planner with a prayer journal. And so that'll pop up as I talk about my day because that really helps me stay grounded in prayer and in putting the Lord first throughout my day. So a link, if you want to check out the Hope Planner, a link for that is also in the show notes. And here's my typical disclaimer, friends. I'm a therapist, a licensed therapist. This podcast is not therapy, Um, but there is a link in the show notes um, with some of my thoughts and answers to common questions about mental health counseling if um, that's something you're thinking about in this season of life for yourself. All right, friends, let's go ahead and jump in. So I want to start um, at the beginning. The alarm goes off in the morning. And and we can all laugh about that. Nobody enjoys the alarm going off in the morning. But that, at least for me, is actually a really central part of spending my day intimately with the Lord. Because yes, there are days where I hit snooze a few too many times and I run out of time for my full morning routine. And the thing that's going to typically get left out is that in-depth, personal time with the Lord. Uh, If I don't take a shower before my husband, like before the kids get up while my husband's still here, it may or may not happen later in the day. Um, You know, you got to make breakfast and and all the things. There are things that it's kind of like they have to happen or else they're going to be screaming kids in my face and, you know, it's not worth that. Um, And so if I am slow about responding to that alarm in the morning, the Bible time is typically the thing that gets pushed to the side or shortened in in really an unhelpful way. So uh, we laugh about it. Yep, the alarm goes off in the morning. That's how the day starts. But if that's not how the day starts, which sometimes it's not, I hit snooze, then I run out of time for that intimacy with the Lord and I can feel it in how the whole day progresses from there. So I start every morning. I set that alarm the night before. And my full morning routine really focuses first and foremost, while I get up and I hit go on the coffee maker, you know, you do the things, go to the bathroom and wash my face and whatever. And then I sit down at the desk that I have in our bedroom and I open the Bible 
and I read God's word. And I do typically have a devotional or a study guide or something I'm working through with the Bible, but I don't like to just jump into, okay, what are their questions? I like to pause and read the scripture myself, think about it myself personally before I spend some time answering the questions in the devotional or the study or whatever it is. And so that is really helpful for me to read God's word myself, to reflect on it first before reading someone else's commentary or someone else's questions. And so in that morning routine, I start with that time in the word and then I go from there into my questions or study, kind of digging a little deeper into the scripture. And then I move into prayer. And typically, again, this assumes I have my full time, which, you know, it might sound like a lot, but um, my Bible prayer time of my morning routine is uh, my goal is 30 minutes. And sometimes it's a little shorter than that. But if it's 20 to 30 minutes, then I can fit in everything that I hope to fit in. (laughs) So then I move into my prayer time. And what I like to do is pull out, um, it used to be a prayer journal. And I do still use that if there's something I really need to like work through and process through with the Lord. Um, But right now, most of the time I pull out that hope planner because every week it starts the week with a section for prayer, for scripture you're focusing on, confession, praise, prayer requests. And so I'll just jot down notes. I I don't personally do it like I only do it on Sunday and I start the week. I like to do it every day. And so I'll add a few notes, things I need to confess, things I'm thankful for and want to praise God for, and things that I am praying for or requesting from God. And so I'll jot down some notes there and pray through that. And then I typically close out my prayer time um, assuming I still have time, because sometimes if you're processing something, it's like, oh, that that took the rest of my time. But I have note cards um, pre-written with different areas of prayer that are really important to me and that I want to be praying for regularly. So there's a card for my marriage, and there's a card for each of my kids, and there's a card for um, world issues that are really important to me. I want to be praying for my government. I want to be praying for the persecuted church around the world. I want to be praying for um, issues like abortion and human trafficking and, and all these things that are huge and way bigger than me, but not way bigger than God, my friends. And so I have note cards where I've already written out my prayers. Sometimes I'll just read what's on the card and sometimes I use that as kind of a jumping off point. But that is my the bulk of like my time with God, starting the day there. From there, after I've finished praying, I typically try to review my memory verse and then I leave and I go, you know, take the shower and brush my teeth and all the things, get ready for the day while that memory verse is kind of rolling around in the back of my head. And then on the days where I have enough time and I move on then to make breakfast, make lunches, clean up the kitchen, you know, whatever. There's a Christian news podcast that I like to put on. And I don't typically have time to listen to the whole thing, but I can listen to a bit of it and kind of get a little bit of information about what's going on in the world, specifically from a Christian perspective. So that is my morning routine. Those are those daily habits that help me start my day in the word, in prayer, talking to God, Um, And then kind of taking that to flow into the rest of the day. And if we then think about, or if I share with you, we're not thinking necessarily together, but how does that flow into the rest of the day? 
other habits that I then um, incorporate to the rest of the day, uh, we always pray before meals with the kids. Um, and they're so cute. I mean, you gosh, gosh, you guys, if your kids are older, think back to those toddler years, like we'll sit down and one of our daughters, you know, she'll like start putting her hands together, like looking at you and you're like, oh yeah, we got to pray. <laughs> it's, it's so cute. Um, then they don't always do that, but it's really adorable when they do. But we do try to be intentional to say thank you to God before every meal with the kids. Um, we have a routine, a habit with our family breakfast, which, you know, we have three toddlers, like breakfast every mealtime. It's just crazy. Um, it, it, that could be a whole different episode all by itself. But we finish up our breakfast time. We sing a song together. You know, Jesus loves me or something simple that the kids can sing along with soon, hopefully. They have some hand motions they like to do or they clap along. So we sing a song. We read a Bible reading from their little toddler Bible that we have and show them the pictures. And then we pray again together. Um, And at that point, we pray specifically for whatever that Bible passage was about. So we might thank God for um, creating such a good world and creating us and sending his son, you know, something specific from that Bible reading. Um, And that, I mean... At this point in our life with our like family devotional time, that's a grand total of about five minutes, maybe. And sometimes people are screaming or crying during it. It is not perfect, but it is consistent, my friends. And I think that is the key to a good habit discipling our kids is we have this consistent routine. We sing and worship, we read the Bible, and we pray, even though it is super quick because that's the age that our kids are at. And then as the day progresses, um, I'm home with the kids during the day, and I try to, I try to do three things throughout the day, kind of as they come up. At some point during the day, I like to play some um, worship music or gospel music or something, kind of in the background while we're cleaning or doing some chores. Um, so there's a little bit of time for that Christian music to be filling our space. I also like to talk to them about spiritual things when it arises naturally. Um, And, you know, they're toddlers. It's not a conversation, but I will mention out loud, you know, wow, I'm so thankful that God (laughs) uh, gave us enough bananas because we love bananas or, you know, whatever the stupid little thing is of the moment, Um, or they stub their toe and they're crying and they have a boo-boo and they need me to kiss it that I have a chance to say, you know, oh, it's so, sometimes life is so hard and it's so painful and we're so thankful for Jesus that one day in heaven, there's not going to be any more boo-boos or whatever, whatever it is. So little moments where I try to make a point to say out loud whatever spiritual or theological thought is popping in my head. And then the third thing I try to do throughout the day is to pray out loud or to tell the kids I'm praying when I need patience or I'm grumbling or whatever it is, um, because I want to model for them that mommy needs Jesus too. And so those are a few things throughout the day um, that I think help us keep the Lord central in what our day looks like. And then during the kids' nap time, that's kind of my little work block. So I pull out that hope planner. It's got little prayer prompts. And so that's where I like to start. It's like, oh, it's right there in my face. I'm thinking in my head, oh, I got to record this episode or I got to send this email. But no, the prayer prompts are the first thing that I see. So I pull that out and I can I can reconnect with the Lord, with whatever those prayer issues are, with whatever my to-do list is, um, get some things done. So again, having that planner that is purposefully prompting me to pray and to seek the Lord is really helpful because that's kind of in the middle of the day. So it's like a nice 
re-grounding myself in my prayer issues. Um, and then we continue the day, family dinner time. We do eat, fam- eat dinner together and it's early because our kids go to bed early. <laughs> um, usually there's some just kind of general life discussion. And then as far as those evening habits, uh, when we're putting the kids to bed, we do another short Bible reading out of their Bible and we pray with them. Um, that's even shorter than it is at breakfast time. We're just trying to create that that like uh, ending point to the day for them. And then the big habit that I love that is brand new in 2021 that my husband and I have been doing, uh, when we go to bed, we each have a copy of the one-year Bible reading plan. Uh, We use the New Living Translation for that. We each pull out our copy and we read that day's readings. It takes about 15 minutes or so. Um, you know, it's got Old Testament, New Testament, Psalm, Proverb. So we are, we're reading the same thing, but separately. And then we have a, um, a devotional book that goes along with it by Nancy Guthrie. Uh, let me look at the name. Okay, it is Praying Through the Bible for Your Kids by Nancy Guthrie. And it pairs with that one-year Bible reading plan or book. And it specifically gives a devotional, applying something from that day's reading to your kids. And so we do our Bible reading ourselves. And then out loud, one of us will read the devotional from this book. um, And then it closes with a prayer. And then my husband, Kelly, he'll pray out loud. Um, Typically, it's him that'll pray for our family, for our kids, for us as parents. And that's how we close out the day. And I love this routine, my friends. I'll have a few links actually um, in the full show notes. Uh, Side note, if you didn't know, I have a full, um, basically, I guess like a blog post for every episode. Um, This one will be loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero four five, because this is episode 45. And I always put in some extra links and um, to different resources or past episodes that might connect. Um, So I'll have a link for this book from Nancy Guthrie and some of the resources that we use. But I love this evening routine, this habit that we have. We're in the word together. We're doing it as a couple. We're investing purposefully in prayer for our children. This habit has been really, really meaningful this past year. Um, And then we turn the lights out and we go to bed. (laughs) So that's kind of the day. Uh, So that's just kind of a picture of what my habits look like throughout the day, starting with intentional time in the morning um, with the Bible and prayer, like my time with Jesus. And then throughout the day, having different, um, I I guess you could call them tasks. Uh, I think of them more as habits, like things that we do regularly throughout the day with the kids that keeps Jesus at the forefront of our conversations. And then closing out the day with that intentional husband and wife time in the word, praying for our kids, um, just recommitting our family life to the Lord. And so I know that, my friend, I know that your life looks different right now. I know that you might be in a totally different season of life, but it's worth considering what are your habits? What are your kind of touch points throughout the day? that keep you connected with the Lord. 
And the three keys that, and I want to close with this to highlight the three keys that I think are necessary for us to stay present with the Lord throughout the day. At least I find they're necessary for me. And whenever I talk about them in the counseling room, these three pieces are really helpful um, for the women that I've worked with as a counselor. That first key is knowing and having routines. So I talked about my morning routine, um, my bedtime routine, our family breakfast routine, like whatever your life looks like today. What are the routines that you have and how is the Lord a part of it? My second key is having some sort of written planner or prompt. Now, I love the Hope Planner. So you'll hear me talk about it a lot. I love it. But I mean, you could use any planner and just write in your own prayer prompts or something like that. But having something visible and written that reminds you about the things that you are praying for, the things you are learning, the things that the Lord is doing in your life. Writing that down and looking at it regularly, maybe it's once a day, maybe it's throughout the day, is really helpful to keep the Lord at the forefront of your mind. And then that third key to staying present with the Lord in any season of life, whatever's going on for you, is to have an ongoing conversation throughout the day with the Holy Spirit. And I think I've mentioned this before in past episodes, but I don't have any problem, my friends, with talking out loud to yourself. And I'm a counselor, okay? So you might feel crazy when you do it. Um, Just know that I'm giving you like the mental health stamp of approval. If you want to talk out loud to yourself, that's fine. I am a verbal processor. It really helps me. I talk out loud to Jesus all day long. Now I have little kids and so I'm kind of like narrating our day as we go along. Um, I don't typically do that at the grocery store or like in front of other people. As my kids get older, I'll probably do it in a different way. (laughs) So it can be out loud. It can be in your head. You can jot down notes on like a post-it, whatever you need, but have an ongoing conversation with the Holy Spirit to say thank you when something pops in your head that you're thankful for or to ask for something when you realize, oh my gosh, I can't find my keys. Lord, please help me open my eyes. Whatever those tiny moments are, act as if you're having a conversation with a friend or with your husband or with your mom or whoever it is. You're having a conversation with the Lord. And that really helps us to stay present with him, to live a life of prayer, and to model that for our kids. So it's not like this weird conversation when we suddenly start talking about Jesus. It's a part of our everyday conversation all day long, every day. Um, So those three keys, whatever your season of life is, find routines that are present and focused on the Lord. Use a planner or something written that's prompting you throughout the day with what you need to pray for or be focused on and have an ongoing conversation with the Holy Spirit. And that's all I have for you today, friends. I would love to hear your thoughts about what spiritual habits are most helpful to you. You can hop into the Facebook group. Um, Again, a link is right there in the show notes. Um, I would love, I'm going to have a few questions for us this week. So if you're already in the group, hot warning, (laughs) I want us to talk about this because it's so fun to hear the different seasons people are in and how they walk closely with the Lord. And so I would love to hear your habits and what's most helpful for you. And my action step that I am going to challenge you, my friend, to walk away with is to think about your routines, figure out your planner and start having that ongoing conversation with the Holy Spirit. 
God is good, my friends, and he is with us all the time. And we want our days to draw us closer to him, not to distract us from him. So with all of that in mind, uh, stay tuned for the giveaway coming up in a couple weeks, the workshop on the 27th. I really look forward to connecting with you, celebrating 50 episodes. Yay. All right. But that's all I have for today, friends. So um, yeah, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at loveyourpeoplewell.